to have our next guest on because we spoke to him Love last him. year ahead of the Australian Formula One Grand Prix and the Formula One season is certainly taking on a new look with some major changes, some uh, uh, changing teams, a bit of drama around both teams, uh, lots of teams, but a man at the coalface of it is David Croft. We know him as Crofty. He's coming to Perth as he did last year at yep. All Saints College, Monday, March 25, Tuesday, March 26, which is my dad's birthday, and may I say well, he's coming take, again. Take Pop and Goss? Uh, no, anything that starts after 7 o'clock, he's done. Uh, Crofty, <laughs> welcome to Perth, so to speak. Good morning. G'day, boys. How's it going? Yeah, really, really good. Hey, I enjoyed last year's show. I was lucky enough to go uh, and I got pumped to the front row, which was absolutely oh, brilliant. Oh. Um, and uh, loved every minute of it. It's not to be oh. missed. Two pumped-up nights, packed crowds. They loved it. Did you walk out with merch? I did. Pa- fully paid for it. Just so you know, Crofty, I sent you the invoice. Um, <laughs> didn't quite get a return uh, return check. but no, he must have gone to his junk mail. Yeah. <laughs> That's all right. Hey, but Crofty, you, you, you're coming back again. I'll tell you what. Yeah, I tell you what, if you come back to the show again, I promise to sell you another T-shirt <laughs> yeah. at exactly the same price. And and I might even sign this one for oh, you. How's that? Too kind. <laughs> hey, Crofty, as, as always, there's um, you know, F1 in the news. Obviously, driver changes. Lewis Hamilton leading that one. It's, there's always something intriguing, something interesting going on in F1. Absolutely, Scotty, and, and and that's the whole pre- premise of the show. Really, it's um, something Martin Brundle told me many, many, many years ago, uh, back in two thousand and six. That in Formula One, there's always something to talk about. It never gets dull. There's always new stories, and just when we thought, where are the new stories going to be this season? Lewis Hamilton signs for Ferrari, which I don't know about you two, but I think is just brilliant news. Mm. I really do. It's, um, I've, I've actually spent some time with Lewis today. We were doing some filming uh, for Sky, and he was in a really positive frame of mind and, and thoroughly looking forward to this season. His last with Mercedes, wanting to go out on a high, uh, and then what comes after that comes after that. But I, I just think a new challenge at this stage of his career it can only be a positive for Lewis. He's not leaving a winning team. He might be going to a winning team. We don't know. But he's going to a team that I think he's always wanted to drive for. And he's always had earmarked on his dance card that I'll tick this off one day. The, the lure of the scarlet red uh, Ferrari is 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 the pull for every driver. And we get what a, a knight of the realm going off to ride his prancing horse. What better than that? Uh, yeah, very true. This is beautifully put. Does he get... Does he get sort of not the preferential? Does he become driver number two at Mercedes this year? I mean, that sounds like a ludicrous thing to say, but um, with him leaving, do they sort of get the irrits with him a little bit? Old, say, old tyres, slow pit stops, yeah. not enough fuel. Sorry, he couldn't He's get the jack have work a Really <laughs> tough time. No, I, I don't think so. Um, if look, if you're if you're Toto Wolf from Mercedes, you're not going to give preferential treatment to George Russell just because he's hanging around. Yeah, you're going to give both drivers equal chance to go and tackle Red Bull and Ferrari and whoever week after week. You want to maximise your chances. Now, what will happen? is in the background, Lewis won't be involved in conversations about the 2025 car and the team going forward, but he will be on a daily basis thoroughly in the loop when it comes to 2024 and what's going on there. What's the point in having a seven-time world champion if you're not going to use him Mm. to to his best potential? And Mercedes want the best uh, out of Lewis and for Lewis as well. There's no malice 
on Mercedes side. They understand the situation. There's no malice on Lewis's side. You know, he knows that that team has given him some brilliant moments down the years. And, you know, I, I think both sides will be very keen to end on as big a high as they possibly can when we get to Abu Dhabi in December. The Crofty Show is coming back to Perth. It is in March, March 25, 26 at the All Saints College Centre for Performing Arts. If you're going to get a ticket, let me tell you, it was packed. You could not find a seat uh, last year when I was there. But Crofty, I've got to take you to task, great man, and I've been waiting for this opportunity just to relive oh. the moment. You were in, a w- you were in WA <laughs> and Ricardo didn't have a seat and it was a huge topic of discussion. And I and I stand corrected on this, Crofty, and you can put me back in my place, but I'm sure you said to the audience you didn't think Daniel would return to Formula One. Yeah, and I didn't at that stage. And, and quite frankly, I didn't hear any objections from the front row on that one as well. <laughs> uh, maybe you were putting your T-shirt on and your voice was a bit muffled. He was uh, in the line for merch. <laughs> Exactly. Maybe it gone seven o'clock and you you had to go to sleep. I don't know. Um, But nobody at that stage thought Daniel Ricciardo was coming back, and probably not even Daniel Ricciardo himself. Mm. It was long odds and drifting, uh, wasn't it? Yeah, Nick DeVries, it just didn't work out for him. Red Bull made that that ruthless change and and brought Ricciardo back into the fold. Now, I've got to say, it, it... it was a bit of a stuttered start for, for, for Daniel. You know, he had that injury uh, that forced him away from the track. But he came back from that injury, I think, uh, raring to go and, and really up for this season. And I think it was only right that he was given a contract for this season after what had happened last year. And, and the fact that he didn't fully get a chance to show his potential. And yeah, maybe he lucked into a better car when he came back for the second time uh, than when he did for the first but it was a bit of a Lazarus-style kind of revival uh, from Daniel. And having been given that chance, he will do everything in his power to try and take it one step further. And I'm not saying for a start that he's, he's going to definitely get a Red Bull seat in the future. He'll be racing for, for Team RB or whatever they're going to call themselves uh, for, for next year. And I think he'll be glad to do it. But if Sergio Perez has a bad year... And a bad year, by the way, is is not finishing second to his teammate Max Verstappen. Mm. If Sergio doesn't produce the goods, Daniel is right in the frame for a drive for Red Bull for the future. And I say that now in the knowledge that Lewis has sorted out his future. Charles Leclerc has sorted out his future. Long-term contract with Ferrari. Lando Norris, long-term contract with McLaren. You know, the, 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 the drivers that could possibly be Max Verstappen's teammate are still there. But there's not as many of them. And I don't think Carlos Sainz will be the answer. Going back to the Toro Rosso days, they didn't exactly see eye to eye at all times. The Verstappens and the Sainz is there. And I think, you know, putting them back together again is not the best idea. So, look, this this is a big year for Daniel. If he gets it right on the track, who knows what could happen? Now, Crofty, the voice of Formula One, David Croft, is our guest. Of course, as I said, coming back to Perth, March 25, 26, All Saints College uh, Centre for Performing Arts. If you're a Formula One nut or you just know Crofty's voice from a Formula One, you've got to get there and see him perform. Open slather, questions, answers, the whole lot, and a huge crowd interaction. Hey, Crofty, may I make mention then, you talked about the Red Bull possibility for Daniel and, and all the cards have to fall that way. Maybe the cards will be interesting in 24 hours' time or 48 hours' time because there's a bit going on at Red Bull with Christian Horner and it uh, takes place in the next 24 hours. Yeah. um, From what we're led to believe, there'll be a meeting at Red Bull uh, Friday uh, here in the the UK, in Milton Keynes. Uh, There's an internal investigation 
uh, into the allegations that have been made. I, I don't know the full extent of the allegations. Nobody from the outside knows the full extent of their uh, the allegations, but they're serious enough that barristers are, are conducting an internal investigation. I would imagine Red Bull will be very keen to to solve solve probably not the right word actually to 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 find a resolution to whatever has happened before they launch their car uh, next Thursday in the UK. But we wait to see uh, what's going to happen on that one, um, and it's it's yet another you know, story that has, has, has dominated the headlines in the last few days. And, you know, this one of a more unsavory nature um, and, and one that, that nobody saw coming either. Christian Horner has been in terms of, of, of the sporting, um, the sporting achievements, uh, a marvelous mm. team principal for Red Bull and has brought huge success to the team. But if, if the conduct is not befitting you know, a man of his position. I'm sure Red Bull will deal with it, and we wait to see what what they will do in terms of that after an investigation. You know, has been carried out, and 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 due process has been followed on that one. Any more than that, I, I have no idea. But it would be seismic, wouldn't it? Um, yes. In terms of the Formula One world. If Red Bull were to have what would only be their second team principal in their history, yeah, it's going to be a fascinating watch, that's for sure. On the track, Crofty, uh, we expect Red Bull to be strong, Ferrari to be strong. Are there any ones that, any others that are going to be all rising up the ranks and, and possibly causing some uh, upsets this year? You'd like to think so, wouldn't you? Yes. Um, it's the third year of these regulations. Teams have a much greater understanding now of of the new regulations in Formula One. The team that, that I'm keeping a, a, a big watch on is McLaren for Ooh. this year. And I think, look, if you look at the way McLaren started last year and ended last year, what a, what a rise that was. You know, it was like... Um, like an Aussie batsman uh, going into a, to a one-day international, knowing full well that the team are about to lose, and then and then hitting sort of 150 not out, and you know barely standing by the end of it, and Glenn Maxwell doing his thing. It was one of those. It, but it was that sort of analogy. Yeah. You know, Maxwell yep. came to the crease, and it was all over after three races. McLaren were rock bottom of the constructors' championship last year. By the end of it, they were the nearest challengers on a race-by-race -race basis, to Red Bull. Now, if they continue to develop in the way that they did last year, there should be no doubting that they'll be right up there again. They have Lando Norris with a new long-term contract, so safe and secure for his future. Um, and they have Oscar Piastri, who, who I really believe is the real deal, you know, and, and anyone who was on the front row in last year's show will have heard me say that as well. This, this kid is good. This kid is very, very good. Yes. And in his second year, the potential of, of that partnership is, is so intriguing. He goes back to circuits that he raced on for the first time in the knowledge now that he knows what to do in an F1 car on those circuits. He won a race last year. It was a sprint race. Mm. He was on you know, the, the, the pole position for a sprint race. And he gave Lando a real run for his money. And let's hope he does it again, because that will bring the best out of Lando, bring the best out of Oscar, and bring the best out of McLaren. And, and I cannot wait to see how that battle goes. All right, last couple before we let you go. Crofty is our guest, the voice of Formula One. The Crofty Show returning to Perth, late March, All Saints College Centre Performing Arts. Get a ticket. I'm telling you now, you will not be disappointed. It is absolutely brilliant. And I did buy a T-shirt. I think it was Lights Out and Away We Go, I think I bought. Good uh, which, which, this, <laughs> which this rings a bell. 
it's lights out and away we go. Bottas got away well. Verstappen comes over the cover. Just a little uh, taster there. Yeah, it's uh, hey, so good. It's uh, so good. Now, the grid walk, I want to know something. As a host yeah. broadcaster of the grid walk and Captain Grumpy doing his thing, right, uh, which who I we absolutely love, Martin Brundle, should there not be a rule that Captain Grumpy? Yeah, he's, that's a bit hard. he's such Grumpy. a miserable sod. No, you're kidding. Nah, he's a miserable sod, but gee, he's knowledgeable. He's got to deal. He's got to deal with so many tools in the pit walk. This is what my point is to Crofty. Crofty, if you are invited to walk the grid before a race, surely there's got to be something where. Their minders can nick off, yeah. Especially the supermodels who no one would give a stuff. Who's going to attack them on pit walk anyway? No one would give a stuff if they stood up in your porridge about them. Surely it's his workplace. They're in his work zone, and if he wants to talk to them, if you don't want to talk, don't come on the grid. That's what I said. Surely there's got to be some sort of consultation between the broadcasters and the F1. They say here's a photo of Martin Brundle. If this man gets anywhere near you, you stop and you say yes, sir, and you talk. Correct. Absolutely. It's it's Formula One royalty and we should all respect that one. Yep. To be to be fair, most people do chat to Martin. And it is like you guys have I would imagine have never been on a grid. Uh, and I've I've done three hundred and fifty races. I've only ever been on the grid five times. And it is chaos down there. It's absolute chaos. Yeah. Um what you don't get a sense of on the TV is the heat that's coming off the cars as well. So, you know, I I, I know it's going to be 40 degrees in Perth uh you know today and, and over the weekend. <laughs> but you know, you're talking 55 plus down there. It is a very sweaty moment. Um and as you know, people are running here, there and everywhere. I am amazed that we get to talk to so many people. We, <laughs> yeah, especially especially drivers, just before they're about to go and do a race. But for every Machine Gun Kelly, you know, there is there is a Michael Douglas and Catherine Zeta-Jones who yes. absolutely played my year last year I love him. by not only stopping, not only answering Martin's question, but saying, do you know what? You are the reason we love F1 so much. Yep. And, and when Michael Douglas does that, and when Catherine Zeta-Jones, you know, wants to put an arm around him as well, I, I don't think... Captain Grumpy, as we're now going to call him this morning, <laughs> is too bothered about the old supermodel. Fair enough. Now, as, and on, a, on a, a, one of those, I must be, I'm positive I've got this right, and you probably would have been watching him and watching him do his thing. I'm pretty sure he interviewed Tommy Fleetwood on the grid last year, and he had no idea who he's talking to. There's obviously someone telling him, and they're probably going, I don't know who it is either. I mean, Tommy Fleetwood's Tommy Fleetwood. I mean, you've got to know who Tommy Fleetwood is. He knew exactly who Tommy Fleetwood was. Uh, for a moment, he might not have remembered his name, but he knew exactly that there was a golfer down there and that he was with McLaren and DP World and he was going to talk to him. Um, and Tommy Fleetwood knew exactly who Martin Brunder was yes. and he was really excited uh, to get on the grid. Do you know what? It, it, honestly, there are people who come onto the grid looking for Martin Brundle yeah. to go and have a chat to. That That is that is the standing that, that my mate Martin has in the world of one. And do you know what? He is the least grumpy man you could ever <laughs> wish to share any time with. I mean, you two, you're, you're sitting there smiling away in your studio. You look like Martin and I in a commentary box, except no one's shouting yet, you know? And shouting lights out, and away we go. I, I love it. I love it when he gets snubbed by someone and it's, like, you know, some pop singer or something like that. And then he goes, oh, no, I'm not going to chat. I'm sure it would have been really interesting anyway. And <laughs> off he walks. He gives him a little clip on the yeah, way he's past. A ripper. He's, yeah, a he's a ripper. Hey, mate, just in summary, I've, I've talked about the show. Just give our listeners an opportunity of what they are expecting when you come to Perth late March? Well, basically, I, I come to Perth because A, I love Perth, and B, I love people in Perth. 
and and C, I really love people who love Formula One in Perth as well. And and we just, I don't know how the show is going to go half the time. You know, we have we have a little kind of half a plan, like us. but the audience dictate the way the show goes. Well, it, it's it's a bit like the breakfast show. You start up with one plan, and then you realise because yes. of years of quality broadcasting that that was rubbish, and you'll do something else. And and we just talk Formula One, and we get some people up on stage to try some commentary because yeah. everyone thinks it's the easiest job in the world. And as you know, because you've been on the front row, it's not. Um, <laughs> we'll do some some quizzes, some polls, and we'll do some Ask Crofty as well. And we we'll, we will talk anything as long as it's Formula One. And we might even slip a bit of Married at First Sight Australia in there because I am on to Series 10. And I am <laughs> oh, my God. Please. No, please, mate, No, cut him off. All right. <laughs> Monday, March 25. You well that that show is addictive and you cannot stop watching it. I was talking to the Channel 9 uh, managing director last night at an event and he said it is a money pit yeah, for the it, station. It, oh, really? Money. He said the amount of money that comes in through advertising, oh, you cannot... You cannot get in as an advertiser. I've been, I've been, uh, I've been exposed to it in the last few nights as I'm trying to go to bed, and the and wifey's watching it, and I'm getting a rundown of everyone who's a good bloke and who's a good chick and who's no good, and, and I've got to, I've got to well, say I've well, watched I've done, more I've minutes. I've done the first I I couple would. of episodes of the latest series. Right, what's going on? What's going on with the bloke who's gone in there, but he's got a girlfriend on the outside? Nah. He's <laughs> What's going on with I reckon that's you, do you? You reckon that's the first time that's happened? Well, I don't know. I'm a bit of a late bloomer on this. I've only just started watching the Traitors as well. Honestly, it's a good job the Formula One season's 24 races long because all I do is binge watch rubbish telly in the winter. Exactly right. Hey, just really quickly on that, really quickly before we let you go, one of our listeners wants to know, does Crofty go home between races? Say, Say Hungary 21st and then Belgium 28th. Do you duck home and then duck back out or do you go straight to the next venue yeah occasionally uh, i go home just to realize what my mattress feels like to be honest <laughs> um if it's a european back-to-back we tend to go home because we can get home you know it's it's it's, it's quite easy but um for something like uh, for say uh, austin mexico brazil I'll stay out for, for all three weeks on that for, for what we call the meat sweats triple header. America, <laughs> yes. Mexico, Brazil. Yes. I tell you what. You seriously, that is not one for the diet. <laughs> He'd be all over the brisket over there, the low and slow cooked meats. God, oh, damn, it would be a great trip to be on. Ah, uh, brilliant stuff. Hey, Crofty, can't wait to see you. I'll, I'll be, I will come along. I will buy a ticket and I will buy more merch. I'll bring my daughter along. We'll have some fun. It is a ripping event. It comes straight on the back of the Australian Grand Prix over there in Melbourne. So everything is fresh. And let me tell you, Scotty, the audience. Nothing gets past them. They have got memories. Their knowledge is not as good as our guest, David Croft, but their knowledge is they, they sniff petrol. Yeah. That's, well, that's, no, not, no, that's, that's probably not, not a great no, thing. That's no. not a great analogy. Uh, good luck with that, Crofty, dealing with that. <laughs> I love it. I'll tell you what, and if you come along yes. and you're in the front row, yes. after we've finished, yes. we'll pop back to Frio and we'll have a pint. Yeah. yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah. As, you as long as we can find a pub in Frio that's open after 10 o'clock at night. Yeah, so I'm not oh, sure yeah, that yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> a little, See, little, little clip on the way little out. Little drive-by. Yeah. Uh, nice work. Thanks for I coming on this morning, and All the very best. Look, uh, look forward to the whole season. Love your voice. Love your knowledge. And uh, say hi to Captain Grumpy for us. I certainly will. Love you too. Good on you. There's David Croft. Lights out. Away we go. Coming to Perth. We'll have our details and their details on our socials to let you know how you can get tickets. If you can get there, please do. This is Scotty Ingalls.